0: Hello and welcome to Experience CGI podcast. This is the first in a series of podcasts where we'll discuss how organisations in the insurance sector can get fit for the future. With me today is Sarah Aldrieff, who's our Head of Products in the insurance sector here. Hey Sarah. Hi Darren. And I'm Darren Rudd and I lead the business and consulting team here. So today we're going to discuss how business leaders can help ensure that the change programs they're involved in, whether they're leading them or it's a key a change within their area can be more successful. And in particular, we'll talk a little bit around how we can move from the initial idea to actually delivering a successful business benefit. And especially why it's so important that we really understand the problem that we're trying to solve um, before you get too far into any project. So Sarah, based on sort of your long experience in leading change programs and being involved in product development. What's the most important thing that business leaders should think about when
1: um, they're looking to kick off a, a change program? Yeah, so in my experience, going back to the floor where the work happens is really the best place to start. Business leaders can make huge assumptions about problems and solutions. But if you're going back to the floor, this means that you are close to the people that do the job that they understand the processes and the areas for improvement far better than anybody else. So the trick is to listen to what they say by trusting them. They can give you insight on the right areas to focus on and potentially providing you with some options and even solutions for you to explore further. But when you are exploring, it is really crucial to think about the overall end to end process as well as the individual business areas. So with that in mind, you need to ensure you have the right people uh, involved to understand not only their business area but also how they fit into the wider picture and the analysis for this and going back to the floor can be really quick they know this inside and out and it can be high level so it doesn't need to be a long consultant exercise and as I said your people already know the answers
0: yeah I think that's um, really similar actually to when I've been involved in um, building business and technology strategy sort of at the enterprise level it can be a bit strange that you bring everybody together, they give you their initial ideas on what the strategy should look like, and then you spend weeks, probably months, going through and validating all of that. And I've got to admit, I don't think I've ever come through a program where I come at the end of it and that answer is so different from what the people who know actually had a view on. And it's almost like you build a bit of a comfort blanket around that. So he's saying that. So generally the the way when you're looking at down at the project or specific business case uh, business area that's a, a similar similar view yeah you.
1: yeah I've, I've seen um project initiations and interventions sometimes take weeks months and years and often or not you don't you don't really need to spend that much time investigating and analyzing y- your people know the answers um and the that the best way to validate the thinking really is to get something done. It doesn't need to be perfect. Um, and often or not, there's multiple answers to a solution. So you don't want to be focused on one particular, um, answer. You want to try and test out a couple and, and see which, which is best and get the team to validate that that actually fixes the problem. So getting the feedback, um and working on that is really important and then you can adapt the solution to make sure it really fixes the problem so i mean to to
0: me particularly because again i work with you and that makes a lot of sense but it does make a lot of sense to me that seems to be the right way to to move forwards but as we know most organizations don't do that they want to spend time doing the analysis um up front so why, if it feels the right thing to do, to get things in front of people, do it quickly, um, learn, adapt and move forwards, why is it businesses don't do this more often? What's 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 the thing that stops them
1: doing this? I think it's because it's really hard. So as a concept, if you have an idea and a problem to solve, I just genuinely think people find it really hard to move from that idea into something practical. And the drivers that are probably behind that is one, a bit of analysis paralysis. So you're sitting in a, a state of verifying that you're working on the right thing because you f- you have a fear of failure. Um, and then teams often look for perfection. So they don't want to put something into production or put something in front of the customer because they don't want it to be of a poor standard. But the consequence of looking for perfection and analyzing uh, the work too much means that you probably end up with nothing for a long period of time. And that's why a lot of projects at the beginning tend to have this gap of analysis paralysis where a lot of verification happens. Um, and often or not, I would imagine that perfection to you, me, and you know the teams that we work with is probably not perfection for the end user. So once they start to use it, they'll probably give you feedback that, Will tell you something different about the product that you've developed or you know, the process that you've redesigned so it's really important just to get something out there so you get that feedback and you val- you validate your design
0: yeah and i know when you we talked about this before um you've mentioned uh, it's sort of that concept of moving from theory to practice and that's the difficult bit that um sort of blocks people
1: yeah so so theory to practice is is a really interesting subject because not, not everyone knows how to do it and I and I think in my experience i've I've often seen projects at the beginning where you have bas and product teams or project teams often thinking about the concept that they're trying to do and I think it's because they're honing in uh, so, uh, intently on one solution when often or not there could be many so actually if you had a varied outcome and you could test and learn on them you would potentially have multiple answers that you could work forward with but it allows you to try something so it's moving on away from analysis and into practice
0: fab so sort of great in theory boom, boom. bad dad joke sorry about that <laughs> um, but so that sounds great but so how have you seen that work in practice um, when you've been working through um, over your career? Where's Where are those things that actually make it come to, come to life?
1: Yeah, when this works really, really well is when you give a team of people a problem statement so that they can work together to understand the problem, discuss the variations in the process, understand people's different views and concepts because different business areas and different people have different um viewpoints on what the process is so you need to understand that better before you make a decision and as a leader it's really important for you to step back remove the barriers such as red tape so that they can be really focused on the job at hand and that's the most important bit and that's where it really works well fab so we can just get on with it and can we (laughs) i wish it was as easy as that but unfortunately not and and the trick I guess it sits with this is all around trust. So exec teams and leaders want to develop stuff and get it into production. And they want to ensure that their customers and users are getting the best out of it. But the only way that you can get a team dedicated in that way is for the leadership team to have that trust. And that takes time. So the best way to build up that trust really is to take a very small piece of work, give the team a problem statement, get them to validate it, whether it's manual or a piece of development, get it in front of the user and then validate that it's actually working. And once you have that validation, you can demonstrate back to your leadership team, um, the outputs, which then provides confidence to start working in a different way for the future.
0: Ah, brilliant, so it's,
1: you've got to almost win the right to do the
0: next piece. So by taking a specific problem, Solving it, getting it out there, testing it in a real world environment, adapting it and then going, OK, I've fixed that bit, done that bit. We can then have the right and everybody trusts the process and therefore can move on to the the next stage. Exactly. Well, that's Yeah. So, I know, again, bit of a shameless plug, but that's exactly why we're doing this with the our workbench, our underwriting workbench solution. And the approach that we've taken here in that while we've got a platform. And a, and a tool that helps underwriters uh, be more effective and efficient, we both realise that the only way that's really gonna be successful is by getting all sides to trust that process and the way that we've, we've done that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. And and for Workbench, we, we we've got people who have worked in the industry for years. So we already know the underwriting process in general. So we don't need to do loads of detailed process mapping, drilling into the low level detail. We're also aware that things can change. So you don't want to have huge programs of work that take long amounts of time because things are moving. So therefore, small chunks of work proving out the theory and getting stuff into production so people can use and provide the feedback is is the way to move forward. And most importantly, you really want to see how the teams are going to work with the solution, how they're going to use it, how they're going to adapt to the new capabilities. And and like I said earlier, you know we will learn as we go. So we'll get that feedback and we'll adapt and learn with you. Yeah.
0: And I think, again, that's one of the reasons it's really exciting to be working in this particular area as well. Um, I, I've been working in insurance for about 25 years now, and it's good to see that you can really start to accelerate and do things in a different way. Um, I also think to that point not just buying off too much but also working with maybe a, a couple of teams first who are most interested because again i've seen one of the big blockers is you're almost if you try and take too many people in one go across into this new way of working one that's much more difficult is a much bigger chunk to to deliver but secondly um you're trying to understand so many different people and how they want to work. And you haven't worked out yet from that theory to practice bit, how they're really going to react
1: and and work across that. Yeah, I agree. And it also um, moves your way from the perfectionism. So it's quite easy to say, okay, I've got a huge team or a middle-sized team. And actually I want to roll out the solution to a, a large amount of people, but actually starting in small chunks allows you to evolve, develop, get feedback and it enables you then to have the right solution that fits you and your your people.
0: Yeah. And I think that's that's got to be the best way, hasn't it, really, where you're chunking it down. You're really specific in the business challenge area that you're um, focused in on. Like, for example, where we're trying to get the uh, get the noise out of the way from the underwriter. So when they see emails coming through or business coming through, they can really identify the areas they need to be working on first rather than having to wait for everything else to go through and that's okay it's not solving the whole problem but it's solving a very particular area that we know has got real business benefit and I think to your point earlier that starts to drive the trust that the platform works the new ways of working work and the underwriters in particular can start to see the benefits so from a leadership point of view that's going to
1: bring everybody along with you to get to your end goal yeah and the leadership want to see value so they want to see that what you're doing is improving rather than hindering so if you can prove out the value statement and you can make people's lives better by improving the way that they work then you can't really ask for much more no
0: yeah I agree perfect Sarah I'm aware we could talk for longer and we will (laughs) because um, this is just the first of a number of podcasts we're going to do and I know when you're talking about that value piece um, the next podcast we're Planning we will talk about how do you build that business case in practice, particularly when you're moving as fast as Sarah's mentioned. So, we've got again, we'll have a good chat through on that. But, Sarah, thanks so much for today. It's been really great to chat to you again. Yeah, thank you.